lovely listener. Welcome to the Confidence Connection Podcast, your cozy corner for faith-powered confidence chats that are down-to-earth as your favorite pair of jeans. I'm Ashley Henriot, your go-to conversation partner for this fun, faith-filled journey. Now, we're not here for the holier-than-thou vibes, but to keep it real and relatable. Life's already a bit too serious, right? So why not sprinkle in some humor and some practical faith wisdom? I'm so excited that you chose to listen to the Confidence Connection podcast. Before we get into today's episode, don't forget to leave a rating, a review, subscribe to the podcast on YouTube and anywhere you listen so you never miss an episode and you get to hang out with your girl every Tuesday. I want to personally invite you to our inner circle, a gathering of bold women ready to bring Jesus into their businesses their homes, and relationships. It's more than a community. It's a confidence revolution. Just swing by ashleyhenryout.com to grab your spot. Hey, beautiful souls. Welcome back to the Confidence Connection Podcast. I'm so glad to have you here and back. Listen, if you haven't yet, it would be so helpful if you just take a second right now. I'm happy to wait for you. Go leave a review, leave a rating. All you do wherever you're listening to is go down to the show, click on ratings, reviews. I can show you a tutorial video uh, and tell me what are you thinking of the podcast? How is it helping you? It helps so much. Lift up the podcast, connect it to other women just like you, and to take a step further, and I'm happy even to show you online if you share what you're listening to. Tag me in it on social media, wherever you are. I love reviews, and I told you guys that I was going to be reading them on the show, and one of these reviews really just moved my heart. Baker Girl 923 said so much vulnerability and God-centered conversations around hard topics like walking as a Christian with anxiety or depression. These showcase the hope found in Jesus and how you don't have to walk with depression or anxiety. My heart. Listen, I really am so honored to hear from you guys just like this lady where you truly are getting value here and God is moving in your life. It is such an honor to be a vessel. And today with what she's talking about, we're going to talk about that. The holidays bring a lot of stress and a lot of depression. I actually found the statistic online that says that the biggest month for suicide or unaliving yourself is in the month of December. The most magical time, which is supposed to be the most magical time, a time centered in when the Messiah was born that's supposed to bring us all joy, happiness, families, connecting, is the most saddest and stressful time for human beings. The pressure, the money, the fear of disappointment. It's hard. And not only does it cause depression, but it also causes anxiety. And I've had my fair share with anxiety. In a Christian community, and just in general, this is a silent struggle that a lot of us face today. And there's often this stigma around admitting it. But here's the truth, okay? It's okay not to be okay. And that's why I'm here today. Vulnerability and being open so I can connect with you on the Confidence Connection Podcast. So I want to take you on a journey, my own journey too, with anxiety. It's been a dance and not a good one. Sometimes slow 
and graceful. Other times, it's a frantic tango is the nice way to put it. There are moments of sunshine and others where the storm clouds seem never-ending. But in sharing my story, I hope you find comfort in knowing that you're not alone. I never really understood anxiety until I had my fourth child in my 30s and I got diagnosed with postpartum depression and anxiety. What I didn't realize is that before that, I actually had functional anxiety and depression where I was functioning with high anxiety disorder. It really hit a wall when I had my fourth baby and I realized I was like out of control of my body, being hot, sweating, shaking, this overwhelming amount of fear and panic and not being able to bring myself back into control. And that's what causes the depression. It's like this whirlwind of I've lost control of my thoughts, my mind, my body. I can't regulate, which then gives us this depression in regard of like failure, right? And it's just this really terrible cycle that a lot of us struggle with. Anxiety is really triggered by a number of things. It could be your health. It could be how you eat. It could be your circumstances. It could be traumas. Things that we're not dealing with or we're not processing in a very healthy way. Anxiety can be triggered by many things. And for me, that anxiety was triggered by my hormones. There can be hormone imbalances that make the anxiety far worse. Where for me, I remember walking into the church and just feeling super alone and unrelatable. A feeling like, wow, if I could just experience their happiness and joy with their babies and not feel so alone or so tired. And then trying to get into that motion for me as an imp, the peace and the normalcy that they were feeling and just not being able to. And it really helped with the depression. It feels like panic. It feels like you can't breathe at times. It feels like you're never going to get to the other side. I know what that feels like. And I want you to know that you're not alone and that there is hope. We can struggle with anxiety and not identify with anxiety. We can embrace and love ourselves and be kind to ourselves without condemning ourselves. I coach clients this every day. I hear clients tell me, oh, I shouldn't have thought that. That was so dumb. I need to shut my mind up. No, you don't. God says to love yourself, love your neighbor as you love yourself. You need to be kind to yourself. You need to just tell your mind, shh, it's okay. You need to not only validate the ones around you, but yourself as well. And I want to get practical with this hope that I'm talking about, this being able to overcome anxiety by embracing yourself, allowing yourself to not be okay, but also anchoring it in your faith. For me, my faith when I went through that really dark time was a steadfast anchor because I was so easily giving grace to so many other people, but not so much to myself. I had this different expectation of how I should be. I was the strong one. I didn't want to be some bother or some inconvenience to other people. And it really stifled my relationship with Christ because I was not allowing myself the grace that I was giving to others. And so I wasn't fully giving them grace either. And when I learned how to not be okay, did I experience God in such a profound way? 
And that became the anchor for me to get through these hard times, to truly lean on the love of Christ that is super unconditional, is not a to-do list, is not like work to get love or connect or feel God, but to truly have faith that He really does meet us where we are. And He met me there. And my prayer life completely shifted and changed. My prayer life didn't look down on my knees all the time. It was in worship. It was talking to another mentor or friend. It was just sitting with God. It was acknowledging God. It was showing gratitude that He did meet me where I was. And Scripture, the guidance in Scripture with going to the Scriptures about do not be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and petition, hand over your request unto God, and it shall be answered. And so just reading in God's love, reading Psalms, reading David, when he writes through Psalms, and you can see that he starts every prayer with a struggle, a fear, a doubt. And then in the middle of that chapter in Psalms, he acknowledges who Christ is. And then towards the end, he has connected himself, that doubt, within the character of God, and it has brought peace to God. So coming to God with my anxious thoughts, not trying to condemn them on my own, then go to God, not trying to control them on my own, then go to God, but to truly just let him meet me where I am. And so with scripture, and I would recommend you read in Psalms, that was a big refuge for me. And I'm not saying that it's like this magical twinkle dust to make anxiety go away or make it disappear, but it provides a compass, a direction to navigate the storm. The storm is there. I remember God giving me this vision, and this was a part of that prayer that shifted for me. I started having visual prayers. I would ask God to take me somewhere and then just imagine him with me. He says to use the imagination of a child. And I really challenged that. I came to him and I imagined him sitting with me. And one of the particular places that he took me to was the beach. See, we used to live on the Outer Banks. So the beach was a big part of my life. And we were, it was dark. And he was sitting next to me on the beach. And I was like, he was curled up holding me. And the water was really rough. The waves were like super high. And I respect the ocean, especially the East Coast. I will not get in that water. I watch the cameras every day during the summer. Make sure the water. I know you're loving today's episode. Before we jump back in, let's get real about something any of us face. Do those nagging self-doubts, imposter syndrome, the fear of rejection ever hold you back from being bold in your business? in your relationships, in the world, especially when you're aiming to align with your mission for Jesus. Well, here's the scoop. My Confidence Connection two-day virtual workshop is your compass to navigate those challenges. We're rolling up our sleeves to tackle imposter syndrome head on, kick the fear of rejection to the curb, empower you boldly to align your business with your mission for Christ. And we're not stopping there. In this workshop, I'll equip you with practical strategies. Silence those confidence killers. You'll walk away with actionable steps to conquer self-doubt, slay imposter syndrome, confidently shine your light for Jesus in your business and ultimately in your life. And the exciting part, you could snag a bundle of confidence-boosting goodies, like my Confidence Code Quiz, my ebook, Five Days to a More Confident You, a coffee on me, or a few. 
and a sweet discount code for our inner circle and even more surprises. Don't wait another second. Visit ashleyhenriot.com workshop right now to secure your spot. Let's conquer those confidence killers and the challenges. Line your business with your mission and boldly shine your light for Jesus with practical strategies in hand. I'll even link it in the show notes for you. So don't forget to check that out. During the summer, make sure the water was flat because those waves are super intimidating. That tide is no joke. And they were rough in this vision. The wind was really hard. There was a storm, a hurricane literally in front of me. I could feel the water splashing on my face. And the Lord said, you see, the storm is there. It is real, Ashley. It is really happening. But you are on the beach and I will keep you safe. I could feel the storm. I could see the storm, but I was not in the storm. I was in the arms of the Father, and I found comfort and refuge there. And so your prayer can be using your imagination. Ask God to take you somewhere. Imagine Him as your refuge, literally, as His arms are wrapped around you, because that's where He wants to be. Another practical step in this And I call it my backpack of tools because anxiety can feel like a heavy backpack of weight and we need to unload. And so there are these strategies that help lighten that load. Deep breathing exercises. Breathe. When somebody says just to breathe, it really is a powerful tool. Breathe. Puff in your chest and breathe out. You'll find yourself doing that subconsciously. Your body will know and alert you to be able to breathe when you're struggling with anxiety because it's releasing carbon dioxide out of your body, which is a poison. And we have to be able to let fresh oxygen in for our bodies to function and our heart rates to regulate. Because the heart rate, when it's really up and anxiety can cause that, it can cause panic. And so deep breathing exercise, grounding techniques, And you know what? Yes, a good cup of herbal tea. I love sleepy time tea at night. Tea has become a new thing for me, uh, and I love it. I love shopping for tea like somebody would love shopping for purses or Stanleys, okay? A good cup of tea and a nice lit candle during the day works wonders. You don't have to do this huge setup in a bathtub. I get it, moms. It is really hard, and we are really busy. Your workloads are heavy, but grab you a cup of tea when you go work. Just the thought of that presence and relaxation truly helps calm you down and they make a difference. So with us talking about anxiety and these practical strategies, I really want to emphasize that it is time to break the silence, break the silence of the stigma. I love that I hear more and more people talk about it daily. I would love for more people to talk about it in the church. Talking about anxiety shouldn't be taboo. It's a conversation that needs to happen. If you're listening to this and you feel resonant, know that it's okay to share your struggles. I want to hear them. I tell you guys to leave reviews all the time because breaking the silence is the first step towards healing. So another strategy in helping with your anxiety is being honest and talking about it, sharing your struggle with someone else. You never know who else needs to hear that. Who else needs to feel like they're not alone? I want you guys to know that the Bible says this about anxiety. Isaiah 9.6 says, For us, a child is born. To us, a son is given. 
and the government will be on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. I'm not here to tell you that anxiety is bad, but I'm here to tell you that of the one who can help you through it. And as we go in the Christmas season, I want you to look at God being born in the Messiah and the story in the manger very differently. Can you imagine Mary sitting, and we like to make this scene so pretty. We like to make it clean, but they were in a stable and there was animals around and animals stink and they're dirty and they had to have their child in there. Can you imagine what that must have felt like? Know that in if you're struggling with anxiety right now, peace isn't found in changing your circumstance. Peace isn't found in changing your circumstance. It's found in changing your focus from your circumstances to a person. And I want you to reflect on this today. I want you to write this down after you get done listening today. Be anxious for nothing. But in everything, by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. I want you to do these practical strategies. But in this verse, I want you to remember that we're replacing anxiety with the peace of God. And the definition of the peace of God and how we can picture it visually is as a refuge, his arms around us, surrounding us, meeting us where we are, running to us and pursuing us and telling us it's okay, I'm with you. You don't have to be afraid. You don't have to be discouraged. Casting your anxiety unto him for he cares for you is the second part of that verse. Cast your anxiety onto the Lord today. The stresses of Christmas and the holiday season, these New Year's resolutions, being alone, is your family going to come? Do you dread because you had loss around the holidays and you don't want to think about it or feel about it? Go to the Father who wants to comfort you during this time. Find joy in the simple things like a cup of tea, a worship song, or a conversation with a friend. And remind yourself daily that it is okay not to be okay. I love you guys. And I want you to remember that we have to get rid of the stigma of anxiety and depression. Know that you're not alone and a lot of people suffer with it. And that a huge power in helping us overcome it is to be together and talking about it, connecting with one another and being honest with each other about where we're at and our struggles. Because it is in struggling. Sharing the struggles is servanthood. Sharing the struggles is servanthood. And that goes to say that because you struggle with anxiety, not only are you not alone, but you are still called by God, have a calling on your life, and can still live confident. You can struggle with anxiety and still be confident. You can struggle with anxiety and still worship Christ. You can struggle with anxiety and still keep moving forward. Don't let it be the stop. Don't let it be the sign that says that you can't do it or you can't make it. Keep moving forward, latching on to Christ as he comforts you. You can overcome by coming to Christ. I love you guys. Don't forget those reviews. Don't forget to subscribe. We're on YouTube too. So go subscribe there, leave a comment, bring up the channel. You guys, I'm so honored to have you here. And I love doing this. But to keep doing these shows and to keep doing these podcasts, it's really important that I get your feedback, that I get subscribers, that I get 
these reviews. It's so important that you become a part of this to keep this going. And this, if this has made any difference in your life, if this has brought you any value in your life, come be a part of that. I love you guys. And I'll as we wrap up another heart to heart episode of the confidence connection podcast, remember your connection with Christ isn't a lofty goal. It's your daily lifeline. If today's chat has you nodding in agreement, hallelujahs and amens along with it, or maybe even chuckling, show us some love, subscribe and leave a review. Consider joining us at our confidence connection workshop. We'll equip you with actionable steps to silence those confident, crushing doubts, lay imposter syndrome, and confidently shine your light in your business. You're part of our incredible community now, and I'm here to uplift you and connect with you. Until our next aha moment together, stay real, stay faith-fueled, and always remember your confidence in Christ is the practical guide to a joyful and purpose-filled life.